If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of 902-1OMG. So glad you're here. Hi, guys. Hi. Tori, Sugarman, we're all here. Me, Jenny. You guys. What? You guys. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, you guys. (laughs) Did you like this episode at all? Did I like? Love. This is, it's happening. Like the end. I know we have to start at the beginning, but the end. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I love, Brenda and Dylan are fine, but I'm Kelly and. Oh my gosh. Amy, you just always jump in with both feet right into the deep end. You, you have no respect. You guys talk. Okay. You guys just tell me what you're Since you've already gone there, let's just do it. Let's talk about the episode, you guys. We're talking about episode four, Sex, Lies, and Volleyball, also known as Photofinny, aired on August 5th, 1992. Synopsis, Donna is struggling in the French immersion program. Steve finds the perfect partner for both romance and volleyball. David meets a young girl who expresses an interest in both his music and in him. Uh-oh. Directed by Jeff Melman, written by Darren Starr, Chris Broncato, Kenneth Biller, Karen Rosen. It took a village to, to make these 
Multi, the, yeah, multi-nation. <laughs> yeah, across the world. <laughs> we had our uh, our European writing staff and our American writing staff. But isn't, so I think that Darren and Chris went on to work together on, um, later in other shows. I think they worked together on Sex and the City, if I'm not mistaken. Could be crazy. Ooh. I don't know. That name just looks really familiar to me when I see it. It seems as if I've seen it somewhere else on another Darren Star show. So I would like to was, know what that was. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Should we start with how Tori is feeling about David kissing Nikki? Or should we start with how Jenny is feeling uh-uh, no. seeing her sultry self walk into that cabana? <laughs> no, no, no. You just, you just jumped to the end? Why she would does you do that? that? Look, what, <gasps> she does that every time. <gasps> like as a fangirl it's, here. She does it just to get us riled up. I want to talk about how Donna became a supermodel like that. Like all of a sudden you were in the cutest outfits and looking (laughs) so foxy and being a supermodel. That's what happens. I guess when you go to Paris, you just get discovered and then bada bing. Yeah. Eating a pastry like my four-year-old like face down instead of from, you know how, how kids like, like Bo will eat a hot dog. Like this way instead of this way. Sorry, this is getting weird. Uh, but yeah, she like plummeted her face down into the strawberry tart. But, but apparently that's what they're looking for. I guess so. She gave good tart. Um, but that was so fun. I wish I had those photos. Oh my gosh. You did so oh, many yeah. wardrobe changes for that photo shoot. Those photos. It was fun. I what have to was admit. your favorite? I, wait, okay, wait, which photo was your favorite? Because I think it would be hard to pick, but I really like the one where you're like in black, all like greased up. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Wet. The, I liked the cowboy. <laughs> the cowboy. I want that picture. They're it was so good. Fun. Where are they? Where are they? Did it bring back memories watching it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could remember filming that day, like filming that party scene. I felt like, you know, like the cat's meow. Oh my gosh. It was just me and like, you know, co-stars and like, it was like, I was okay. the only regular there. And I was like, I felt really special for the day. I had a full revelation when you were at the party scene, you know, you're modeling like in the orange tutu. Um, do we think that Darren Starr remembered that and then gave Sarah Jessica Parker the iconic tutu for Sex and the City. Like, I was literally freaking out. I'm like, she's literally I never wearing, thought of that. Oh, I was like, holy bleep. You mean the this one with the, the daisy, moment? like the daisy bustier? The orange. Yes, I exactly. loved that outfit. And um, my daughter walked in while I was watching the episode last night. She goes, oh my gosh, Tori looks like a Barbie doll. Oh my gosh, Jen, like my legs Barbie. were so skinny. Oh my gosh. So. They were the same with the thighs and the calves. <laughs> How do you Youth. do that? Jeez. Youth. <laughs> ah. I'm telling you, I think you inspired the most iconic Carrie outfit. Oh my gosh. You're giving us too much credit, but take it. You heard it here. That freaked me out freaked me out. It was very exciting. And uh, the, but the, the French, like, um, all the sets and things started to remind me of Hogwarts. (laughs) Like I couldn't get it out of my head that I was watching Uh, the Universal Studios now. 
So the little bakery, I think literally is like the Simpsons donut shop now or something. It's like on that little street. (laughs) That's so recognizable. Right? Do you think other people could tell? I don't know if they've ever been there, maybe. But who's the new girl? Who's the new, like, there's a a new, like, it's a friend. There's a threesome. Mm -hmm. The one that smokes the cigarettes and wears sailor hats out on the town. Yep. She's, yeah, she lost the other two girls. The other two girls in the, in the program are just gone. It's her now. Yeah. And I feel like she's not a good I just Brenda to be around. Yeah, it feels like Brenda and this girl don't jive when they're sending bad to news. each other. Yeah. Did Brenda just need someone to talk to when Donna was modeling? Maybe. Yeah, but this girl, she's like, worldly and she smokes and she's so yeah. like that girl then in yeah. high school you're like oh my gosh yeah and she said she modeled she was like i have also modeled. jealous so jealous now originally like last week when we saw her were they supposed to was she supposed to be from texas too or just that one of the other girls i just think she's from- maybe the blonde girl okay because yeah. if so she had no accent this week but she goes in and out of something that i'm not do you do you feel me or no in about like a like a French accent, like an American doing a French accent. When but just speaking cool, American, cool girl, cool girl accent. Like I'm the cool girl. Oh, like Madonna, <laughs> but not French. But you know what I mean. But when you're American, and then okay. all of a sudden you have an accent from your cool. wherever you are. Yeah. Okay. So I have to know: Is it time to talk about it, Tori? How did you feel watching it back when David? First, I mean, there's so much to break down with the Nikki and David. Okay. But how did it Where'd feel? Nikki just stumbles into the beach club. In a cool outfit, though. Looking lost. Cool. Uh-huh. By the way, when she stumbled into the beach club, obviously I wasn't there, but I feel like I was there because I remember that outfit and being like, that's cool. I remember. Yeah. I, I don't know why I would have been there. Was it Was it like, it was like super bohemian vibes, right? Yeah. Or maybe I saw her in wardrobe fitting. Yeah. And I was just so like, it was so different from everything we wore clearly. Um, I just was like, she's a badass. Like I loved her outfit. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like super Melrose Avenue. Totally. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting how everybody else makes fun of David in this episode. You know, like they say he's some geekster. I think you call him his stupid music. Mm -hmm. Even Ian's like, later lamo, you know what I mean? Like they're just <laughs> totally ripping him. And then this Nikki is just head over heels immediately thinks he is the catch of the county. His little spin <laughs> and, and her saying, I want your sex. I want huh? your number. She says, you really know how to move. She's <laughs> <laughs> Full on. Okay. So what Amy was referring to is before the show started, we were chatting and I already got hot and bothered about it. Mm-hmm. This is true. You're, she's, Dory's already upset that we're talking about Nikki Witt. Yes. And Dana Barron loved, I loved working with mm-hmm. her. I l- adored her. Obviously we're all huge fans of Vacation, which was iconic that she was in. But I just remember, and no spoilers here, but She's major, like she is yeah. major in the Do- in the Donna David relationship, right? And going forward, yes, I ha- I didn't realize that she was on more episodes than just this one. And here's the thing: it's we're it's going to get weird because 
in a little bit. We're going to get to talk to Dana Barron. She's going to join us. I know. I just got chills when you said that. Yeah. I, you, you guys are going to get to work it out right uh, here. Jenny, it's going to get weird. I'm not going to lie. When she was on set, I felt super threatened. Oh, no. Yeah. But you know me. I'm not like, you know, some girls get threatened and give off like bitch vibes. Like, you know me. I'm not like that. Mm-mm. I was always so sweet and, and adored her. But I was really threatened by her. You probably like overcompensated with niceness (laughs) to her. If I know you, you were like even more nice than your normal self. She was like, whoa, that girl's Because then she won't go for my guy in real life if I'm really nice and laid on It's the ultimate blurred line where you're like, I'm not in these scenes, but this girl and this is acting. But yet I like him and I'm so confused. And I feel like I might have told her that I liked him in real life or we had like a little thing or something. I don't remember. It was it was it was something she was just so cute and beautiful and she had perfect nose. And I was just, (laughs) you know, I have a thing with noses. And I was just like, oh, Brian's going to go for her. And then he's never going to like me again. Oh, my gosh. When you look back at. I guess I'll say David Silver. Are you like, he's so cute or he's so cringy? Do you like the way his entire head of hair moves according to his facial? Like when I put my eyebrows up and down right now, is my hair moving? Let me see. It's like, I swear I was like, is he wearing a wig? Wait, do it one more time. Look. No. Oh, wow. if If David were to do that, his hair would be like this. Wait, didn't they, the boys, didn't Ian and Luke and Jason have a thing with Brian about his hair? Like, do it, do it. Didn't like, it, yeah. look, his whole thing. Maybe they called him like werewolfy or wolf. Do, does, does that ring a bell? Like they it does. Him, it does. There was something. There was a lot of hair. Like Eddie Munster, like something like it was. <laughs> there was something I remember there was always something with the boys, but I feel like they were older and they were just like riling him up because he was young and had great hair. Yeah. He did have His good hair. Character but- is just so goobery. Watch it. Those fighting words, like with the keys and the "You're so precious to me" singing. Oh, I like that the, song. Like, I'm like, I was like, I, that's catchy. Yeah, but it's like, am I precious to you? I was like, am I embarrassed? Or is he charming? If you were like a 16 year old girl or 17 year old girl, you wouldn't think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I mean, she was hot for him hot for him but like so, from jump and then from yeah and then we had the the, the, the other another girl du jour another mm-hmm. guest star lovely gal who what was her name brooke, brooke alexander, alexander. She'll okay. always be josie to me because you know me in soap <sighs> operas she starred on days of our lives oh my god matt and josie they were my favorite couple in my teens really? watching them and when she was on the show i was so excited like really? Wow. Yes. She, she was huge. Beautiful huge. face. She used to have long hair. Like that was like, she was like, I'm off the soap. I'm cutting it short. You didn't like, like that hair though, I'm did gonna, you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, she's going to have problems with that hairdo. You know me. No, but I just want to say, I, I think they couldn't have cast a less athletic gal if they tried that. She oh has God. never touched a volleyball before this scene. I'm pretty sure. Volleyball. I don't know sports, so I couldn't tell. I thought she did a good job, and I was like, "Wow, impressive!" Does Ian know what he's doing too? Look at him. He he did. Ian went all like goose on you know from Top Gun (laughs) (laughs) with his no shirt and like sweaty 
Biceps. Oh my god! I literally Such a good love that call. He Top Gun. Top Gun. He goosed out. God. They needed a better song in that sort of Top Gun iron zeering montage <sighs> they were doing because that song the yeah, shots it needed were to great. be oiled up. Those muscles. Yeah, the, they the music to be was a little. But the. But, the He'd be really was... mad if he knew you called him Goose. Like he'd much really? rather be Maverick oh. or wait, well, who's Val I Kilmer? thought of it as a compliment. Iceman. But Iceman. Iceman, yeah. Uh I I felt that he was just a big pouty baby though. Well, what? wouldn't you pout too if you wore a hat flipped up like that? <laughs> With the I mean coming out the front. <laughs> what was that? I, I well can't. I can't. I liked his little Nike um what's that windbreaker thing with no shirt under it unzipped Unzipped. Mm -hmm. fair fair yeah i like that i feel like his volleyball partner who is played by who is alexandra she uh was wearing some of his wardrobe (laughs) with the big baggy tank top (laughs) the crop tank top that came all the way down she had it layered yeah thank god but i feel like that was his tank top from another episode i'm just saying oh god I feel like whoever Amy, styled, stick up for your man here. I'm going to. Okay. Here's the thing. First of all, again, good body. Good body. Good face. Great body. I feel like whoever did his costuming styling nailed oh, no. it. I, nailed it and then effed him up. No, no. Like, they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight you on this because okay. it's memorable. It's like it he, he had a look and, and it was consistently that. Terrible. <laughs> no, it was always like super sporty. I did. And then but yeah. it, I was good with the shorts and the unzipped jacket. Why did they throw that hat on? It's like it was. Maybe I'm shocked he you wore the hat. Having a bad hair day. I don't know. Wasn't it Coco Chanel that said, get dressed and then take something off? It's like, <laughs> get dressed. And <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's good. Oh my God. Wait. You know, I love conspiracy theories. What if, Jen, what if they secretly hated him deep down? What if they were like, <laughs> you we are, are going to F him up? No. Amy, Amy thought of it, but what if? There I mean, a- no, because like all the executives, like my dad always approved wardrobe. I guess they went for it, but weren't they like, hey, this is our muscular guy. This is our yeah, job. Like, let's make him, him look- up. No, let's make him look good. Like it's third season. Everyone is looking a little like they've gotten their Hollywood makeover. Like they look great. Why not transition him to great? I think he looked good. You guys, I'm going on. I agree with you. Every single one of you has had a Hollywood makeover and looks smoking. Every single person, everybody, every one of you. There was a couple moments where I thought, Ooh, those shorts could just blow a little to the side and I'm going to have some (laughs) Some something, something going on. I was like, wow. <laughs> By the way, do you think your dad called Jason Priestley and said, if I see you chomping on that gum ever yeah, again? Right? No more gum. Because it is gone. Gum's gone. I bet you he got, I bet you there was a call. Yeah, I bet you're right. <laughs> hey, lover. Hey, buddy. Listen. Listen, kid. We just, so I'm I'm going to go on record. While Jason is perfection, obviously, so no disrespect, I feel like while everyone got a Hollywood makeover season three, I think Brandon peaked in season one. Well, it's hard to peak in that outfit, in those shorts and that, <laughs> that, and that costume he had to I'm wear to talking. be in the beach club staff there. I feel like... Uh, a lot, a lot w- was on his shoulders at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. 
there was something about that gleam in his eye, that newness in season one. I mean, you know, I was always like Team Dylan, like hotness. But you know, when I started rewatching this, I was like, oh my God, Brandon's so dreamy. Like even screw David, Brandon's dreamy. By season three, I think it's starting. He's just like, oh, it's, I think it's, it's that outfit lot. because when he went okay. to visit Dylan at Dylan's apartment or house or whatever, it was like to babe, babe off. They were two hotties on a couch. I could not agree more. Yeah, I you're right. You're right. You're right. To okay. My eyes on. I also think that Jason Priestley can kiss because that okay. kiss. You like that? That man oh. handling, like the way he grabbed her oh, neck yeah. and shoved I sure her. <laughs> I sure did. I'm not even like a huge Brooke Alexander fan, but I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. But that I just gotta say, Jason that was. Move. I was gonna say that's Jason 101. That wasn't Brandon. Brand Jason, like he, that wasn't Brandon. Wouldn't do that. No, he he would be a little more. Well, he's Gentle. a renaissance man. <laughs> Chivalry is not dead. Yeah. Ugh. And Ooh, then he grabs her mic. by the scruff. <laughs> Although one note. So they're driving in the Mustang up the coast. <laughs> Why? When they pulled back into the beach club, was Brooke Alexander literally like reclined in the seat? Did you guys notice that? It was like so weird. I'm like, sit up, woman. What's going on? I, it, she looked like a little, t- little child in the. Is that when he climbed over to open the door? Oh, is that because so they could see him better? So she had to go back a little. Something or? maybe, yes. Yeah, something. Yeah, it looked like she on. was laying down. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, but yeah. this is a ten out of ten episode. I know we're going to get to this. It was good. The solid gold soon. Yes. I know you guys are going to talk to Dana. Do you want to, I feel like there's more to talk about on the episode. Well, though. I think, why don't you guys talk to Dana and then we'll come back. Do we have her? Is yeah. Dana with us? Probably any second. We have to talk. There's so much to talk okay, about. Okay, let's do that. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we are going to get into it with Nikki, AKA Dana. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. Bello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash O-M-G. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving. I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance, and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Are you nervous? Yeah, I am. Yeah, me too. I'm going to be a big girl, though. I'm going to ask questions. All right. I'm just going to sit back and let you no, take it. No, you can't. <laughs> Be my friend. Was it hard to watch them kiss? Speak of goose. Be my wingman. Okay, okay, okay. What? All right. Do we Was it hard to watch? Yeah, I can't take it. Bring her in. Let's do this. I can't. It's, let's do it. You guys, her name's Dana. <laughs> Sorry. She's Nikki to me. Nikki. I love when you guys say the full name of the, of the characters. What do you mean? Brooke Alexander? It makes me. Wit. 
Like Nikki Witt. <laughs> Brooke, Ale- Brooke Alexander. Nikki Witt. It's very, People I like, I like it. Brooke Alexander, Alexandra. I know we could, we might have to do a pickup. We'll fix that. I, I took a little note. Because, no, I'm calling her Alexandra because that's her name in real life. Oh, her name in it real is? life. You're right. Am I wrong? Alexandra Wilson. No, I yes. think you're right. I think you're right. I was a I huge fan. Right. I used to take frozen pictures of her, her character, Matt and Josie, just the way I with did with Polaroid. James Spader. Yeah. yeah, with my Polaroid. I would watch. Days yeah, you're lives. right. You nailed it. Her name's Alexander. I was Wilson. like, no, it's Alexander. Brooke Alexander. That's confusing. They named her Brooke Alexander. And then her real name is Alexander Wilson. So we're back and we're talking about our uh, other guest guest stars, trying to figure out where, where Tori knows Krista Erickson from, who played Maggie, the French friend of Brenda right. and Donna. And I didn't, I didn't recognize her till I saw the name in print. And I was like, Krista Erickson. I feel like I've seen that name on so many shows come up. But I feel like recently, not like in the last 10 years. I'm looking at the filmography. I'm not seeing so much in the last 10 years, but she definitely was working. Crap balls. Well, we are waiting. We're patiently waiting and kind of stalling. Oh, my God. Dana Barron's coming. Dana, Dana Barron's coming. The stalling is our best material. Though. It's really <laughs> the juiciest. <laughs> she was in like 21 Jump time Street. time at band camp. <laughs> 21 Jump Street, Mr. Belvedere. She did a lot of things. A lot of those shows. Around that time. Oh, okay. I think I know her name. It, it wasn't from anything recent. It was from going on auditions and always seeing her name signed in. Okay. And what we were talking about during the commercials was we thought Tori messed up and called Brooke Alexander, Alexandra. Alexander, but she was, that's her real name. Her and name I was like, Alessandra. no. Alexandra. <laughs> it's, it's Alessandra. It's Alessandra. Wilson. It's not Alexander. It's Alessandra. Yeah, I was thought she called her technically her right, name. I but I, she does go by Alexandra, even though it is spelled Alessandra. It is. I saw it as Alexandra Wilson. Oh, it could be. I think it's wrong. <laughs> so I know it's definitely <laughs> Alexandra. Trust me, huge fan days of our lives. Ugh. Yeah, I never knew she was on days of our lives. <sighs> like everything. You know, we're only seeing minimal glimpses of the Walshes. We saw like Mr. and Mrs. Walsh meet Brooke Alexander. That's okay with that. And yeah, Mrs. Walsh was wearing like a little tennis outfit or something. And Andrea cheered from the volleyball section. Yeah, not a lot of Andrea, but she was very heavy the week before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you guys notice tiny shades are in? Tiny shades. Yeah, the little 90s sunglasses. Yeah. Those were, are those ever going to, have those come back? No, I don't not for me. I like them big. I like, <laughs> I like mine big because they cover more. Me too. Like, was Brenda too sort of on Donna's modeling or was she being protective? I felt it was a little. Very Brenda. Yeah. There's it no tracks. in the middle with her, you know? Yeah. Well, there's no small. She just goes big when she, like her judgment of people. Like she makes a decision and that's it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. feel like it was about Brenda at all this week. I mean, even in in her being a friend to Donna, she wasn't really committed to being a major friend to Donna and like stepping in or being there for her, but she was just kind of like on the fringe waiting you for you. You are so right. I feel like if Kelly was there, like she was supposed to be, hmm. um, I feel <laughs> you like you would have gone. If you, your friend was out till morning and you know, like- She's very naive and like, yeah, I would be out there looking for you. 
Yeah, you would. Mm-hmm. Even today, you'd do that. Like, <laughs> you know what? Now I'm mad. Brenda was <laughs> a that, terrible friend. On that note, I have a question for you two. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Steve and Brandon, Steve found her first, which is kind of like whatever, but yeah, he well, liked she her. Like a, uh, I, this right, whole like territorial thing that the boys are doing with the girls is so gross to super me. Super weird. When, when like super the gross, co- yeah. girls are checking into the volleyball tournament. The way yeah. they're looking at them and talking about And always them. saying like, there's some honeys here and there's some babes and if I don't land a babe. But who was right? Who was wrong? Was Steve being too like, I own her. I found her first. Or did Brandon betray his bestie by going for the girl? Like, I think that's boy code. Like, I, I, I thought it was really crappy that Brandon was like, oh, cruelty, like for beautiful girls. I was like, that crossed the line. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? You, you mean get every girl, fit, right? Every episode you get a girl. Like, come on, let your, <laughs> give him let, something. Let your wingman have someone. And I felt like she looked better with Steve. True. Mm-hmm. Like I just liked her physically with Steve better than Brandon. I almost thought they had more chemistry. I mean, they did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to? Because Steve can be so schmarmy. Is that how you say that word? Schmarmy. Yeah. Yep. And then we kind of always see his sort of the other side of him. Like, I'm never in your shoes, Brandon. Is that so we like still like him? Do you know what I mean? Like, he can't be so schmarmy. Like, and he always comes on too strong. I don't know. I just felt like it was like, I just felt like he was a big powder. And then all of a sudden he was like a, he was like a martyr. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the writers were starting to draw from real life, which as we know, it keeps happening. They're seeing things that the, the characters were the characters and now the characters are becoming more the real life actors and it's Mm -hmm. more and more of their Mm -hmm. real personalities. And that was like something like Ian, you know, felt like, I mean, he's gorgeous. He is a leading man, but he felt like Luke and Jason got more of the attention and it did it did bother him. And he's talked about that. So I felt like that was a little bit of that creeping in. Like I'm never in your shoes. Like, mm. Oh, Dana's of, here. She's on the phone, in. but Dana, Dana is here. Yes. We have, yes. oh, this is very exciting. We have Dana Barron who starred as Nikki Witt in not just this episode, but five or six yeah. more episodes. This is true. You know, I never count how many I did. I, I don't even no. We can't we see you, but we can hear you. And it's so good to hear your voice. Thank you. Um, yes. I. Sorry about the delay. There's just technical issues. So I'm not a techie, that's for sure. <laughs> Join the club. We're, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> You're among friends. <laughs> and we have kids that tell us we don't know what we're doing. And they correct, at least my kid knows all about the techie stuff. It's it's funny to see him take over. I love it. Oh my God, it's so good to hear your voice. Hi. How are you? Thank you. Where are you? Where, I, I live in, where are you living these days? I'm in, right now, they call it the Westchester Bluffs, and it's not far from Marina Del Rey. Okay. Sounds lovely. It is. It's a very nice place to live. I'm lo- looking over a canyon right now. We um we were just reminiscing and talking about your um you know the way you came onto the show and how how that sort of uh 
gets Tori riled up because she had, you know, this was <laughs> Donna's man that you're moving in on. I thought about that because they were so well established. And here I am like this little lamb walking into this <laughs> huge uh, situation between them. And it, it worked out though, which was nice, but it was fun to kind of try to infiltrate the situation. But I mean, Nikki was above and beyond her years, which was so nice to play. Right. You were, you were playing, um, like 16, but you seem so worldly. Yes. Actually I was playing 15. I was a freshman and technically we're all, I was joking about this is that I was older than a lot of the, um, people, um, (laughs) the cast members. There's only one cast member I was younger than. Really? I just remember your wardrobe was everything. Did now did they pick that for you? Did you like tell them you wanted that vibe? No, I don't know if you guys know, but I I I was a designer and seamstress, so I I made a lot of my own clothes and also I was an African frontline line dancer. So a lot of my clothes were um I picked from the different markets and then designed, and then I worked with the the people, the wardrobe people, to you know shift it for the show, which was fun. I didn't but remember, but when you I said it, now I remember totally. Oh my gosh! Yep. Did you know, Dana, when you were coming onto the show that you were be staying for was it six episodes total? Um, I like I said, I I don't remember. I just know that they said they wanted me to kind of do the next they actually told me I was going to do the next season with two other people at the time and then um things obviously changed and became more of a college episode so the whole show shifted so originally I thought I was taking over with the other two characters on the show interesting I wonder because we were kind of graduating if they were like we want to keep it in the high school world so let's bring the younger ones in. And if you were playing 15, that's interesting. Um, I mean, did, okay. I have a question. Do fans, I mean, obviously fans recognize you. You were iconic, like a huge part of the show and especially with the Donna David relationship. This still riles me up to this day, even though I <laughs> said before the show, I loved working with you. We had a great relationship, but um, do fans ever say like, Oh my gosh, like you had, Oh, I can't even say. Can I say a spoiler, Amy? Like, you took David's virginity. Like, you had sex with him. Like, oh, my gosh, you broke up Donna and David. Did people, did they say that or no? They didn't care. I honestly, it was so quick. By the time (laughs) I got into the uh, publicity part of it, I guess, I didn't, um, no one had, it already moved on. So not (laughs) So, um, they've been fun to have those kind of conversations, but you know, there was a lot of work with the fans back then at the time, like right now, obviously they're comic cons and you get to speak to more fans about various things. So no, that would have been really fun. Because technically I guess Nikki would have been like a villain, right? A good point. As yeah. As perceived by um, the fans. 
She was so stinking adorable. Yeah. It was hard to, you're so likable. It's hard not to. You, you start with David and then you, somehow you switch over and become a love interest for Brandon. What happened? How'd that work out? Um, how'd that, I mean, how'd that work out did, with me or how, how did that come to be? Yeah. Like, did they, did they say, yeah, so we're not going to focus on the David storyline anymore. We're going to switch you to Brandon's girlfriend. Well, I know when, you know, Tori's character, um, well, not character, but Donna's character. Well, Tori's character, Donna, quote unquote, um, when she got back together with him, I guess there was nowhere for me to go logically. So Brandon was the next logical step. Although I can't remember, he was Brandon younger than David or they're all in the same grade? David I was, I don't was really... younger, but then they moved him up so that he could be with. Yeah, David everyone. was the baby. I feel like they loved you so much that they didn't want to lose you. And it was like, okay, what can we do? Well, let's find this, something for her. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you like working that with more? Be... Was it, did you, did you think that your character was better with David or with Brandon? Oh, good point. I mean, I never thought of that. Uh, well, obviously Brandon was the bigger quote unquote love interest of the show altogether. Um, I, I don't know. I got along with the David character better um, in the sense of singing and dancing because, you know, Nikki was more of a free spirit mm -hmm. and Brandon was more stubborn, but yet she had more of a challenge for him mm -hmm. and she likes challenges and to open people up. So that, that was more fun. So not answering your question, really? <laughs> it's okay. so I don't know. I kind of preferred so you with Brandon personally. Same. Well, you're being a protective friend, so that makes sense. <laughs> no, honest, I, th I just feel like you guys visually looked like made a really cute couple. Uh, well, I know that also <laughs> I'm not very tall. So uh, <laughs> I know that for his, you know, just physically for him too, which was nice. They, they very made it very clear about my height and him. And I think they just thought it was an automatic fit. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. Bello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash O-M-G. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. 
Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s crews will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you have a long to-do list and it's overwhelming to look at, you're not alone. Between work, family, and other responsibilities, the pressure can really take a toll on your well-being and especially your mental health. But therapy can be a great way to work through that stress and help alleviate the pressure we put on ourselves. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible, it's convenient, and entirely online. With BetterHelp, you can make time for yourself and talk to someone who can help you prioritize things that really matter. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 90210 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 90210. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Well, not only were you on one timeless show by Reels Nanotuno. You were also in one of our one of all of our favorite movies, National Lampoon's Vacation. You we were discussing this before you came on. You were the OG Audrey. You were the one. <laughs> There's no Thank other. You, nice there really time. isn't. No, no no one else compares. Thank you. And I've been working very hard on this, you know, pause we've all had in life right now. Uh on a book about you know, now we're coming up on our 40th anniversary. So I'm writing, I'm not writing, I've finished writing a book. Now it's with um, trying to get agents and do the next step on the, and all that stuff. So I spent a long time, not salacious. Everything is extremely friendly and on the level because we were such a beloved, we're such mm-hmm. a beloved Griswold family. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to, any, I didn't want to throw anyone under the bus. That's not my style anyway, but um just had a blast writing it and we'll see what happens. Hopefully everything will come out before the anniversary. Oh my gosh. I would, I can't wait to read that. I want to read that. <laughs> um, 
wait, so, oh gosh, I guess we should save it for the book, read Dana's book, but we really want to know, and you don't have to answer this, but I mean, you were the OG Audrey. How come they switched the siblings? Like, not just Anthony, Audrey, oh, but yeah, they Anthony switched. Michael Hall. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? This is this is easily on on Google, so this is not something okay. that well, I'm. Um, no, Anthony Michael Hall. We call him. His name is actually Michael because when he joined SAG, he had to change his name around because someone else was already um, Michael Hall. So anyway, so Michael, who lives right near me, we're very still very close. Um, he was doing. He agreed with John Hughes to do Weird Science. So he spent. He you know that was already in the contract. So then they offered him obviously the next vacation, and he couldn't do it because he was filming already. So uh, Amy Heckerling, who was the new director, talked Maddie Simmons, who was our producer, into saying, "Hey, yeah, you know, we can't have one old kid with a new kid." We should get two new kids all together. And the producer told me that was one of the biggest mistakes he'd ever made because it really broke fans' hearts to see a different family. Mm-hmm. It was confusing. And then became a joke. You know, you know, Audrey and Rusty changed ages. And even, I think, um, we did an Old Navy commercial. And Chevy's like, Who's you? who are you? <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, that is really, really shocking. Like it was yes. such, like such a ensemble. It was the family. Wouldn't they have just pushed the movie? Like I can't imagine recasting them. Like uh, okay, sorry, we'll let it go. But geez, it was. It, think about it, because Michael and I could have probably done the next generation of Griswolds, but obviously that didn't come to fruition. So. No, it was a shame, but here's my rebellion. Mm-hmm. We all went off to you, and I, you know, looking younger, as you know, I was in my 20s playing 15. So I go to Europe with a back. this is in the book, with a backpack, it's almost twice as big as I am. Back then, they made the backpack huge. And so I said, I'm going to Europe anyway. So I took myself on a vacation looking 15 all across Europe for the summer, and it was an incredible time that I had. So yet... No, I didn't have the uh, film behind me, you know, four or five different ep- different films of vacation. But I have great memories that I didn't let it put me down. I just wanted to keep going and moving and having a great time. Oh, so that's did. good. That's the, that's the way to do it. Just know that in our hearts, you are Audrey. You are the fan favorite. Always. <laughs> you probably yeah. already know that, but yeah. Thank you. I don't think when I did 90210, anyone knew about um, vacation. Never, no one ever talked to me about it. I had actually won an Emmy Award, and on 9021, I won, won the Youth and Film Award and all this stuff. But I think it was such a busy time for filming and the schedule. We didn't really chit chat that much about. And I think with David's character, I talked to him the most because obviously we were rehearsing. And uh, but that's it, really. I think. Okay, let's be clear. I was such a huge fan, but I was so shy back then that I was scared to even say anything. Like, I would never have been like, oh, my God, I know you from vacation. I love you. But I, when you came on, I was a huge fan. When my dad cast you, I was like, oh, my God, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, yeah. I really, I had no idea. None. But I just figured, you know, with such, I was thinking about this as like a, 
a steam engine. It was the height of the show. And you guys had coming, you know, you had different guest stars all the time. So in the guest stars, I would think would try to, you know, get the attention of all the uh, main characters. So I didn't, you know, it's like, do you, do you come in and bug people and talk to people? And no one was really talking to me. And it was, it was a very crazy time. Um, and my favorite, ultimate favorite story, I was in Germany. And um, I, well, not sorry. I was w- dating a German guy and he was a, a well-known actor in Germany. And I, I'll keep the name out. But anyway, we were in Paris and we went to Louvre. And we were literally standing a few feet away from the Mona Lisa and all the fans were surrounding us and not the Mona Lisa because they were so like, no, 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 craziness. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm more popular than the Mona Lisa right now. <laughs> that Wait, is so a great insane. story. Oh my God, I love that, that blows so much. My, were you recognized more for 90210 than vacation? Back then, definitely, yes. That blows my mind because we still can't really put it together because we were in it in the middle of it. Like we obviously we know now, but like it just still is mind blowing that people were that into it. Like vacation, okay, wow. I think vacation was a slow burn for people. It wasn't hugely popular popular when it first came out. No, it took quite a few years. I think just people just it became their go-to movie and then little by little became part of their family movie. And now it's a big tradition. It mm-hmm. really has changed over the years. No. And, and think about it. There was no social media back then really. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a different career. It was a different time. And the fans weren't as involved at that time. Although <laughs> think about 90210, that's such an understatement then. Um, no, 90210 was definitely more recognizable and when I went to different events and, and the paparazzi was always 902 and I was never vacation. Well, we, we love you. We, uh, we look back on it. I'm so excited to continue watching the future episodes because I, I don't remember how it all happened. So I'm happy to excited to see it unravel and you're, you're acting. I know when I wrote this down, when I was watching this episode, when you come into the show, you're just such an interesting actress in my perspective. Like you make very interesting choices and you have like so much texture and and depth to what you bring to the screen. So it was just an honor to have you there and, and to get to spend that time with you. So in real life, like Brian was my first love in real life as well. So it's like, it was, I have mixed emotions. And even then, like I was such a fan and so excited you were on the show and you were always so kind to me, but I was always like, ah, oh, I, I think I might've cried in my dressing room a few times over you. I'm not <laughs> oh. going to lie. <laughs> I was like, I was so like, it was hard for me as a young girl and having that puppy love off camera and on camera feeling like, oh my God, was I good enough? Like what? I don't know what's going to happen, no. but like, what if he like, you know, doesn't like me in real life anymore. And like, he has a new on-screen love that's going to become an off-screen love. And yeah. No, I was so not aware. Like literally it's walking into a well or oil steam engine, just going, going, going. I was, I I didn't know what I was walking into. And it was like the first time I, I, I do a lot of charity events and I know Jenny does, was it feeding America or something mm-hmm. now? I saw mm-hmm. on television. Um, 
doing various charity events. So I went to one and the paparazzi started screaming my name. And you guys know what that's about. It was the first time that happened. I was completely like, huh, what? No one screwed me what to do. So I, it's a shame I couldn't talk to you guys to find <laughs> out, okay, all this craziness. It was, it was the height of Shannon and all that. And I knew, here I walked into a show. I grew up with Gabrielle and Luke in the business in New York City. Shannon, I know from California, from a few girlfriends who, when she moved out of her house, she all lived with these schools and we all hung out together. So I felt like I walked into a show that where I knew people kind of, sort of, uh, yet I wasn't prepared for the the height that it was at at that time of, of fans loving the show and devoted to the show and, you know, the issues with uh, Brian and all that that you're talking about. Until now, I was, I'm literally clueless about that. I didn't even know that till now. Oh my God. Isn't that funny? And I, even before this, I was like, I probably told Dana like off camera. Like I couldn't remember like in my, like it was so like minimized then to everyone else. But in my mind, it was so everything like, you know, it was consuming as a young girl. So I thought like everyone must know, like, isn't that funny? No, it makes sense, especially at that age and stuff. But no, um, with Brian, you know, we, we talked and got along in the sense we're always trying to work out our characters in the beginning. And then eventually when I went to Jason's character, he wasn't into rehearsing as much with me, at least um, not with me necessarily. He's just like, he was in it, you know, he's producing, not producing, thinking about directing and the lighting and this, his brain was in a different place. So um, technically, um, you know, Brian and I were able to talk more. I guess I'm answering the question you asked a while ago. Um, and Jason and I, you know, we got along really well, but we didn't rehearse as much, I guess. He was like, okay, you say this, this, and this, and this, go. I'm like, holy moly, this is really, you know, I was, I was used to being ding, ding. You know, in a different Wait, how's it go, Jen? <laughs> I don't know. Remember? I don't remember. <laughs> what? Huh? Think about it. I, was a, I was also on Broadway coming off a lot of, you know, movies and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Stepping into a show that everyone knew it and they had it down the routine you know the rehearsals and what you do and you don't do and I walked in like a little lamb going huh what trying to hold on you know to what I can keep as my own because like I said I was making my own clothes and my own dancing and beliefs and whatever my free spirit in the show I really loved her character so much yeah and you you um you, it was like a whirlwind, I'm sure. Well, I hope that you, you know, have fond memories of it. We certainly have fond memories of it and we're so glad that you were a part of it. I'm sorry. We, we say this Thank all the you. time. Like if we knew, like, well, we know now, like when we talk to people, we're like, oh my gosh, we, we were young, like, and we were just going, you know, <laughs> we were thrown in and it was just rolling. And now yeah. we talk to people that were like, oh, my gosh, we wish we had developed off-screen friendships and relationships and, and talked more. And it just, in the moment, we were just, like, thrown. So it's really nice to talk to you as an adult. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't, thank you. I wasn't an adult back then. <laughs> we were not adults. <laughs> well, physically, like, emotionally, or mentally. So it's. 
No, thank you for in- inviting me. It's, it's been fun. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to hear the podcast before. I felt like once again, here we go. <laughs> I step into really moving and grooving and having a great time. I'm like, okay, what do I do? I'm like, I can't get through, you know, the technical difficulties, like I said. So I really appreciate um, you having me on and letting me step into your well-oiled, uh, like I said, three times now, um, steam engine that's doing podcasting. I don't know anything about that either. It's, I have people approaching me all the time, but I don't. I, I hope you're having a great time. Are you? We are. We are. It is so fun. Well, good luck with your book. We can't wait yes. to, to find out what happens with that. Excited to read it. Thank you. I'm crossing my fingers that it's going to move forward. We will cross ours too. Stuff. Do you have a title yet? Um, I do, but I'm hesitant in saying it because, you know, when you get to public, as Tori would know, you know, people shift things and change things. And so I don't want to say it until I actually know. I have, I had many, many titles. I had to write, rewrite it three times because the book had to shift the focus. From, I have a lot of fan stories, you know, so bad it's good kind of stories, but then people wanted more. Well, I can go on and on. I know you guys are limited on time. So anyway, yes, it's changed a few times, but I'm going to wait till it comes out. Then you'll know. <laughs> National Lampoon's 40th anniversary type book, hopefully. Good. Right at the, it'll time out. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Dana. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. I'm so bummed. I wish we could have seen her. I know. I wanted to see her. Yeah, she's so cute. You know what I looked up while she was talking? I think she was on nine episodes. Nine. Oh my gosh. I really Yeah, I her character's correct. Okay. I was her gonna say, okay. Stays around. So when I'm looking at you know, we get our little what is what do we call it? Rundown. Rundown, yes. It says her last episode was season three, but that's not correct. And I go by hairstyles because I know when David cheats on Donna with her. I had short hair and I graduated West Beverly with long hair. So it was another season. She, she there was, might be, they, I think she, I think she was right. It's interesting what she was saying. They, I think they were thinking of making her more of a regular, but then they sent you all to college and that's why they wrote her off. That Jen, was sort of what I was interpreting. Jen, I wonder if they were going to do like a spinoff. Oh, and like stay know. with West Beverly, the new generation. Even though she's saying she was so, so much older. That's so crazy that she was that old. But she looks, she looks, she looks so, so young. Tiny, yeah. And it was her and two other girls. Who are those two other girls? I want to know who those two other girls are that they were all stirring the pot. Oh my gosh, we knew nothing about this. There was going to be a whole new cast. They were going to get rid of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's something Before to we go. On. Let's, should we take a break and, and come back and finish up with the episode? And uh, Yeah, because we now have to talk about the most major thing ever. Okay, yes. let's do Let's take a minute. <laughs> Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work... You could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. 
But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Okay, we're back. Let's t- let's dive into this. What this? What you want to dive into? The sweet you spot. dive in, girl. <laughs> how did you feel? I feel. How did you feel? I feel like I I did dive in. Uh, I feel like first of all, when I the scene with Dylan and the baby, oh, seeing oh. him hold baby, baby Aaron, was so sweet and tender. He was so good with babies. I remember that. That was so it was, that scene with her was very Luke more than mm-hmm. Dylan. It yeah. Just, he was just a natural, like nurturing soul. Like 
and he loved babies. I remember doing that scene with him and it was fun because it was like we were pretending like that was our baby. <laughs> I, I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> Still would. Um, uh, I, I've got to be honest. I'm going to go on the record that Luke with you in scenes is so, the chemistry is so boom through the roof. He's so smitten that he actually goes out of Dylan character and into Luke character often. I saw it already happening. You think? I do. I mean, even the physical stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. Dylan, like with Brenda, like he's this. Playful, and and yeah. with Kelly, he grabbed you touching. and stuff the way he did in real life. Mm-hmm. And I love the moments where I see you laugh. And I know that he said something that wasn't planned and that wasn't a line and yeah. see you just genuinely having fun and the two of you together. I, I don't know. It made my heart so happy. Me too. It made me, made me miss him so, so much. Oh my God. But yeah, it's coming. It, I guess so when Kelly in her, strolls up in her little white outfit with her matching white shoes that outfit was everything. And walks, Your body opens the door, and there he is on that cow on the futon. You don't know what. Then he went back happen. into he went back into Dylan mode with that brooding <laughs> look. Interesting decision that we don't see a kiss. We just best decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on record. I've said this twice now. Sorry that <laughs> this is the first time in three seasons that I was like. I cannot wait to see the next episode. I am freaking out. Like mm-hmm. I just everything so, in my being. So you think that that they went in there and and hooked up? That was ha- that's what went down. And they and we didn't show the audience. I love not seeing it cuz I know what's going to happen without knowing. We're mm-hmm. always like if we didn't know would we know? If you didn't know, now you know. I know what's going to happen on the next episode. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's ever it's literally everything. Mm-hmm. And watching this back, like I know I was like, oh, I liked Brenda and Dylan. It was hard. Like now I'm just like re-watching it as a fan. No, it it should have never like Brenda, no. <laughs> it's Kelly. It's Kelly. It's Kelly. Kelly and Dylan. Like that chemistry is just something that it's like unheard of. I just want to see more. I just want to watch a whole episode of Dylan and Kelly. <laughs> I'm very much Kelly and Dylan myself, but it's super interesting because I read all the fan comments, even of this show. And there are some real diehard Dylan Brenda. So it's it's going to be interesting how this plays out, Uh rewatching it Mm -hmm. and seeing how they react now when they're hearing you guys talk about it, because there are some people that don't want this. Yeah, there are. And I've heard a lot from those people over the many years. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> they're, they're real, still real angry about it. And I, and, I, and I think part of me takes that on and I feel guilty about it. But you can't, I can't, you know, if Kelly and Dylan are meant to be together for this period of time, like, I, I don't want to feel guilty about it. But there's a part of me that does. Like, I feel like a bad friend. Did fans at this point, like when it started to turn... Did they say anything? Were they vocal about it when you would see them in person? You know, not for a while, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like they started to get m- more comfortable and more vocal. 
And certainly now with the access that we have to our fan base or the fan base of the show, still such devoted fans and people have such still strong, strong opinions about stuff <laughs> that it, it, it's don't, intense. Don't go on the Instagram. Don't go on our Instagram. I'm scared. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, are people like, oh my gosh, no. Like, well, not towards Jenny. No, right. But like, oh, Kelly, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. These people are still, they made a choice. Then and now, and I, what would be interesting is if somebody that watched it then, now our age, if they've changed their mind. But yeah. I would be interested to know if anybody, yeah. Yeah, me too. Jenny, what I was going to ask you is, it's interesting in the show, and Tori, tell me what you think. They really play up Kelly telling David. Don't cheat. Like what's sexy is a guy who three goes three weeks without being unfaithful. So it's this almost a hypocrisy. And we're like, oh, snap. Wow. This is this is even more gnarly because she's saying don't do it. But I'm doing it. Mm. You're too what smart did you think, for both me. Of you? What did you I, think I didn't even that? get that. I, I was just did, like, yeah. I really loved that scene with you and Brian. I thought it was really great. And I thought he was great. And just the sweetness of the relationship. and the I, lo- I liked it. Um, I never even thought about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it makes it even harder to like what's happening, in my opinion. Like, because she is speaking out both sides of her mouth. Like, she's saying, be a good guy and don't cheat. And then she's going and getting with a guy who's cheating like but sometimes with love you you don't think you don't yeah. think you go with your heart and so with David she's able to I wonder like if she even thought about that I feel like she didn't I feel like she was just being a good sister and she was saying the right thing being a good friend to Donna but then like the heart wants what the heart wants. And she wasn't mm. even thinking of it that way about Brenda. It was just like, interesting. it's theory, happening. It's just happening. And when you're a lot of times when you're young, you just kind of go with it. You got to go with your heart sometimes. Yeah. I think that the relationship with Kelly and Dylan, it was really necessary in Kelly's like growth as a character because it allowed her to be seen and valued for exactly what she was and where she came from. And, all the good and the bad of it all and not just seen for like, you know, what on the surface, because like we've touched on before, they do have a past. They, they have grown up in the same, in the same neck of the woods, if you will, you know, they know, they know what each other's been through on, on deeper levels than, than any of the other characters can kind of relate to. Yeah. So I think that it really was a necessary thing for her, interestingly enough, and it it adds a lot of depth to the Kelly character. Even if this it was, is all a mistake, even if this is all a big, huge betrayal of their friend or, you know, whatever it ends up being. It was juicy and particularly important, I thought, when Brandon goes over to Dylan's and says like, yeah, what are you doing tonight, bro? Or whatever. And he's like, visiting an old friend. It's like immediately he's already not saying it and it was sort of like a wink to the audience like this is happening but i'm not willing to tell anybody he knew he can't tell brandon <laughs> i mean right obviously but still it's <laughs> like i feel like dylan knew what he wanted when that 
van drove away. I mean, the separation and the rest of the characters and Kelly and Dylan, that alone. I wonder what's going to happen. Like, I I don't remember what's going to happen with Donna. Does Donna come home? Do you find out? And are you shocked? Are you supportive? Are you good? Like, are you a friend or to who do you, how does that work? You're going to be torn. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if Donna is team Brenda or Kelly. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Was Brenda's downfall the fight with the Walshes and moving in with Dylan? Because I think that's what made him just dunzo. Like, I don't want this. I mean, it, it, it happened fast, you guys. Like, you know, we always say things like that's convenient in the episodes. They happen. It did. Yeah. Well, like, we... but it happens fast. If you're an 18 year old Dylan and your girlfriend who's already kind of whiny. She, he's not 18. What is he, 17? Sorry, I don't 17. know. I just got nervous. Pardon me. You gotta be 17 year old Dylan and your semi whiny girlfriend moves in and then she's bugging you about your burrito and the vacuum. <laughs> you, if you're a teenage boy, you could be done immediately. It's like, oh, well, that I is do so feel scary. like I feel like that would right. a big hurt in this. But the teenage girl could be done just as quickly, y'all. <laughs> I've been done that quick. <laughs> yeah, it's going to, it's, it's, this is, I think it's really ramping up to be an interesting situation. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I just think the episodes are so much better. The show, you know how a lot of shows are like at their peak season one, season two. For me, this is like, this is the peak. Just like Dana said, like, this is. Don't say we peaked. We didn't peak yet. I'm, I'm afraid now. You, I'm already like scared that, that about the decline. There's a lot more seasons to go. You guys said it too. You all look awesome. The fashion's better than ever. The, the cheesy lines are as strong as can be. Like the show is, I, don't, I mean, I think it sustains for a bit, but this is the best. Did you guys have any fashion? I mean, we talked all about Donna's high fashion. I think you take the fashion badge for this episode by far of all the great fashion moments. I I really like Kelly's fashion in this. I love the white romper. Was it a romper? Yeah. Uh, I love the outfit that was a nod at like a Western, but it was modern. It was black and white. Mm. That sh- that blouse. Mm. That mm-hmm. was super sleeveless sh- blouse. Yeah, it was super. Totally chic. agree. Totally agree. And David's vest. Oh god, <laughs> so gross. I love that Tori loves it, and I'm like. <sighs> and and any other standout lines, you guys? I also loved Brandon's burgundy shirt when he's at the Peach Pit on the weird three three threesome <laughs> date. I thought that he looked so cute in that. Sleeves rolled up. Good. Yeah. And I stay, I stay strong on my tutu sex in the city. I want to see what people think if I'm right. But to me, that was just way too iconic. I was like, my head is still exploding from the tutu. Yeah. That was a good one. I want to ask Darren Starr. Like I need to know. Jen. I'll write it down. I like how we put you in charge of texting Darren Starr about questions, but it never happened. (laughs) Someday I'm going to send him a really long text. <laughs> long questions. You do all your of our Darren ans- like- uh, questions answered. Oh my god, that could be a whole episode. All of our Darren questions answered. He'll come back. He'll help come back. Us. I have like 50 lines. You guys go first. I, I was my line. My favorite line was right out of the gate. You really know how to move. But then she goes on to say, "You look just like George Mar- Michael." 
yeah. And he goes, and then, great track. Great track. He does. He really does look like a young George Michael, by the way. He does. So mm-hmm. obviously the writers were like, that's what we think. And I wonder if he was like excited or not excited about that. Well, I would He had hope. such a different vibe. Yeah. And George, George Michael, Michael was, was gorgeous. Beautiful. Mm. Um, I liked when uh, Brooke says Steve talked about going to someplace, uh, the armpit. <laughs> I know. I liked it, too. It was a little thrown away, and I wanted it. I, it made me laugh. Like, I wanted more of that armpit right. talk. <laughs> the peach pit. Armpit. Oh, you know what? I just discovered another, another Easter egg, as I will call it. Dylan says to Brandon. Steve's more important than any girl. So he's also sort of talking about friend loyalty. That was sort of just this, these little Easter eggs sprinkled mm-hmm. as Dylan and Kelly are clearly heating up. So they're like not really practicing what they preach. Right. Which I'm totally fine with. Totally fine <laughs> with it. But I'm just figuring it out. I love the excuse me, lame and how they're always like your stupid music to, to, David, because he's also like getting the smoking hot girl. Sorry, Tori. I was not. I didn't like it when he was with her on that. Uh, uh-uh. I didn't like it. I got so angry when I saw that scene. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And I just always think it's so funny how they always do the lines of like, let's find ourselves a couple honeys. Like honeys. What? Like, oh my. Ugh. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's a barf. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you guys can see Tori. This was probably our face on set on the day when we were standing there being objectified in this way or watching our fellow females being objectified like this. And I loved the volleyball where we really see Dylan. I mean, many times grabbing Kelly by the waist. Like I thought, wow, that was super intentional. Unless now my mind is blown and it was just. Uh, No, that's a super signature move. He always grabbed her like that. Wow. Off camera. Wow. Well, now that's just the juiciest. (laughs) On that juicy, juicy tidbit, (laughs) I think we'll move on to next week's episode, which is episode five, Shooting Star, American in Paris. I don't know, but is this my life? Like, I just get, I like almost want to start crying again. (laughs) Oh my gosh. American in Paris. Emily in (sighs) Paris. Hmm. This makes me feel like I'm in my sorority. Like I literally have tears. Can you guys see that? I like it got weird. Super this fan. is so fun. This is so flipping fun to, <laughs> to get to these episodes. Cause I'm just like, wait, do you, I, do you think uh, Darren, like Emily in Paris was slightly based on like Brenda? Like, yes. Well, didn't I'm he, trying to go deep. Like, you know, you were going deep, but I think it's based on his sister. On Darren oh, okay. Star's sister. <laughs> but and I think Brenda was also fashioned after oh. his sister. So okay. he's got a sister thing going here. Yeah. Darren he, Star. He likes Americans in Paris. Yes. Young girls Took in Paris. So many things on. on this show. I believe it. The tutu. The tutu. Yes. And Emily in Paris, all of it. Oh. Well, that's it for this week, you guys. Thanks for joining us. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we all get obsessed with what we want to change about ourselves in the new year. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are 
and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.